We went into our meeting with Tottenham Hotspur riding high at the top of the table, while our opponents had ensured a miserable start to their campaign and sat in 13th, with Glenn Hoddle dismissed as manager and director of football David Pleat installed as caretaker. Our Champions League campaign had finally burst into life thanks to Ashley Cole's 88th-minute diving header to earn a 1-0 win against Dynamo Kiev and ensure Highbury would be buzzing for the arrival of our neighbors. From Arsenal Audible, this is the 11th installment of Invincibles This Week, a running series by Jonathan Rogers for Arsenal.com. Looking back on the perfect season that Arsenal enjoyed 20 years ago, going unbeaten for the entirety of a 38-game Premier League campaign. 20 years ago this week, Tottenham came to Highbury. Following Arsenal's win over Leeds United the week before in the Premier League and a win over Dinamo Kiev in the Champions League, Arsenal were ready for Tottenham and would extend their unbeaten run and stay at the top of the table in what would prove to be in a very eventful derby. Now, let's step back in time and see what was happening with the Invincibles this week. Last week, we swept aside Leeds United with a 4-1 margin before finally claiming a first win in the Champions League group, setting us up nicely ahead of our first North London Derby day of the campaign. Wenger believed the late winner would have a huge ramifications for his team, especially with the fixtures once again piling up. The atmosphere around the club will definitely be lifted by the fact that Ashley Cole scored that late winner on Wednesday, he wrote in his program notes. We were relieved to get the three points against Kiev, but I must say that I think it was a great performance. This is obviously always a tough game, and I don't need to tell any of you how big it is. I also think it's especially important to get the win at Highbury today, after our good display at Leeds last weekend. We just want to keep the momentum going. My main concern the last couple of days has now been how well we will recover in time. This is our third difficult game in a week, but we have been busy preparing, and if we play to our best, then we know we have a good chance to beat Spurs. Terry Henry's goal-scoring exploits had seen him become the first player to hit double digits in the league this season, and move up to joint 8th in our all-time list, 61 off of Ian Wright's record of 185. The Frenchman was fully aware of his stats, saying, I do know what my overall total is, yes. A lot of people are saying to me, I was already counted when I passed 100 mark to be honest, now, I'm on 124 goals for Arsenal. It's pretty nice when you look behind you and you see what you have achieved. That's all I wanted to do when I first arrived here. I always said that I wanted to make history. I hope that one day, I'm no longer playing here, I will carry on being part of the history of this club. And then, on November 8th, 2003, Tottenham came to Highbury, where two goals in nine minutes late in the second half saw us come from behind to beat Spurs and take the Derby Day spoils. The game had barely started before the draw began. Five minutes in, Lauren's attempted clearance on the corner of the area rebounded off of Mauricio Torrico, up from left back. The ball spun across the face of the area, and Darren Anderton stole in to poke a shot past Jens Lehmann at the far post. Moments later, Lauren's poor back pass sends Helder Postica clear, but the Portuguese striker dithered over the opportunity and Lehmann gathered. At the start of the second half, Sol Campbell diverted Lely King's dangerous cross for a corner, then, a minute later, turned Robert Pires's free kick into the side netting at the other end. Then, just as patience was turning into frustration, the equalizer came. Ray Parler's raking ball allowed Henri to beat Tottenham's offside trap, and a shot from the striker squirmed its way to Pires at the far post, who slotted home. We fancied a winner in the 78th minute. Kanu found Freddie Junberg advancing down the left. He made it to the edge of the area and, with little on, fired goldwards and his shot hit Stefan Carr's outstretched foot, ballooned over Keller, and fell into the net to claim victory. Our starting lineup this day was Jens Lehmann in goal, 
Loren, Campbell, Torrey, and Cole in defense, Yunberg, Parler, Gilberto, and Perez in midfield, with Kanu and Henri up top. Pascal Sigan, Dennis Bergkamp, and Edu came on as subs. Subs not used this day were Stack and Hoyt. After the match, Arsenal sat top of the table with 12 matches played, one point clear of Chelsea and two of Manchester United, nine ahead of Charlton in fourth. The Guardian said, This time, Arsenal appear in little danger of peaking too soon. In their opening 12 games last season, their form soared, sagged, and then started to take off again. Now, they are more of a plateau with the old brilliance glimpsed in flashes, but the football less spellbinding than it was. The Daily Telegraph said, Arsenal and Tottenham produce a classic, old-fashioned derby which underdog Spurs were unfortunate to lose. Here was a throbbing encounter precariously balanced on an extending tightrope from first to last. And the Daily Star said, Parler's drive and desire kept the Gunners alive, as fired-up Spurs threatened to end the Premiership's last remaining unbeaten record. Elsewhere this week, Henri Perez, Sylvain Viltord, and Loren played for a Friendship eleven in Lyon as a tribute match for Cameroonian midfielder Mark Vivian Foe, who had tragically died of a heart attack suffered during a Confederations Cup semi-final game against Colombia back in June. Sol Campbell, Henri, Viltord, Perez, and Patrick Vieira are all nominated for the European Footballer of the Year award. And Arsenal Reserves drew 1-1 with Portsmouth at Fratton Park, with Quincy Owusu Bay scoring our only goal. Across the UK, Be Faithful, by Fatman Scoop, featuring the Crookland clan, was number one of the top 40. Life for Rent by Dido was enjoying its fourth week at the number one the album charts, and Bad Boys 2 topped the box office. In the news this week, Michael Howard was elected unopposed as leader of the Conservative Party, following the resignation of Ian Duncan Smith back in October. Prince Edward and Sophie, Countess of Wessex, celebrated the birth of their first child, Louise, who was born a month premature and weighed just four pounds, nine ounces. She was the first of the Queen's grandchildren to be born in an NHS hospital. And the BBC current affairs series Panorama, launched in 1953, becomes the first UK television show to reach its 50th anniversary on the air. This has been a recording by Arsenal Audible. All credit goes to the original authors. Thank you for listening.